Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. I'm Elliot Danker. It's time now for Culture Club. And today we're talking about iLight Singapore. It's back to illuminate Marina Bay from the 1st to the 25th of June. And it's organized by the Urban Redevelopment Authority presented by DBS. This year's festival will showcase 14 new artworks from local and international artists alongside interactive programs that promise to delight the senses. Now, for the first time, the festival will also expand to two locations, South Beach and Millennia Walk to offer festival goers fresh experiences and of course bring the artworks closer to more people. Let's find out more about what we can expect from iLight Singapore 2023 with Jason Chen, the Festival Director of iLight Singapore 2023 and Director Place Management at URA. Jason, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Elliot. I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, thanks a lot for helping us out with this one, iLight. This is uh, quite an interesting event. I remember previous editions. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the event this year. What can we expect? Well, we are really excited to bring the festival back this year again. And uh, with new immersive light art installations and delightful programs for everyone to enjoy. Let me share a little bit about what this year's uh, festival is about. It's curated to the theme of a new wave. And this is anchored on the color blue. This is a wavelength on the visible light spectrum that is really omnipresent in nature's blue spaces, such as oceans and rivers, and often associated with emotions like calmness, and serenity. But what's important is for visitors, they can not only look forward to an interesting lineup of artworks by the artists uh, coming on board this year, and they have been drawing inspiration from the colour blue and leveraging on innovative technology to create immersive artworks and installations for the visitors to enjoy. So we are really quite um, happy that this is happening very soon next week. And uh, as you mentioned, besides the main marina Bay waterfront promenade where the festival typically takes place, we have expanded to new, two new locations over at Millennial Walk and South Beach. Wow, it sounds exciting and I love how you keep talking about their uh, play on the colour blue because it's such a relaxing colour and you know with exactly. uh, everything that's going around the world, I think we kind of need that. <laughs> um, how, how was the experience like, you know, putting it all together, you know, sourcing for the right kind of artists, the right kind of artwork? That must be, that must be quite complicated. I would imagine a bit of a committee involved? Yes, we actually have a team in URA working with Pico, our event producer, to execute the entire event. But more importantly, we also have a curatorial panel to advise us in terms of the selection of suitable artworks. So really, it's a very coordinated effort um, involving quite a few people. Okay, okay. There is always this issue that pops up uh, every time when we start to talk about, you know, organizing big events, international events for that matter, and it's that issue of sustainability. So how is this year's festival driving sustainability? Well, great question there, Elliot. Let me elaborate a little bit more. I think for... I like Singapore. Environmental sustainability has always been a key theme for us uh, since its inception way back in 2010. And the focus for us has always been to showcase not only the innovative, delightful and thought-provoking artworks, but also to inspire people to embrace sustainability as part of their everyday lives. So how do we go about achieving this? I think, first of all, in terms of the artwork curation, we look at the relevance to sustainability as one of the artwork 
curation criteria. And this uh, is alongside creativity, originality and artistic merit. So every year, we are very heartened to see artwork proposals that comes in, delving into various sustainability topics, ranging from rising sea levels to alternative energy sources, as well as the impact of human actions on the environment. Mm. Secondly, in terms of the artwork production, um, as far as possible, the festival team works closely with the artists to ensure that the materials used are sourced sustainably and as far as possible we want to use energy saving lightings as well. So if I can cite just one example then in this case, um, Bleach uh, is one of the artworks and we are presenting this at South Beach. Okay. Now they feature an illuminated seascape adorned with seaweed and corals. Now, these are actually made up of either upcycled single-use plastics or made from seaweed bioplastics developed by the artists themselves. And uh, more importantly, at the end of the festival, some of the artworks will be either returned to the artists to be exhibited at other events or others may be repurposed or reused as other products. So really, we do push very hard on the sustainability part. Mm. And then on the public aspect, we have I Like I Pledge as a program to encourage the public to demonstrate their commitment to eco-conscious practices. And this can be done to either the switch off turn up campaign, which encourage people to switch off non-essential lightings and turn up air conditioning temperatures. And uh, this has been a key component of the festival since 2010. This year, we also have a Be a Zero Hero pledge. And this is what we want the public to adopt zero waste habits. For example, through the use of uh, or reduce usage of single-use items. Now, what's interesting is for each pledge submitted up to the first 5,000, all clear, which is a sustainability enterprise uh, providing offshore and ocean cleanups, will remove 100 grams of waste from Singapore's waterways. Okay. Now, at the end of the festival, we hope that if we are able to achieve 5,000 pledges, we can expect up to 500 kilograms of waste to be removed as, as wow. part of this effort. So really, I think it allows us to rally visitors and the public uh, as part of this festival, apart from just showcasing all these uh, beautiful artworks. Yeah. Jason, it's very impressive the thought process that you guys have put behind this. And who would have thought you could put the words zero in front of hero? Hey, this is the right time, man. But with all these things happening, uh, to put you on the spot a little bit, Jason. So if I'm a visitor, which I am going to be a visitor for sure, what do you want (laughs) your visitors to take away the most from I Like Singapore? Well, I think we want visitors on one hand to have a great time, have memorable experience when they go down to Marina Bay as we transform the entire festival ground into a visual playground where art and technology converge. But we also hope that the festival will serve as a platform to inspire visitors to adopt sustainable lifestyle habits Mm. and become good stewards of our environment. And by using our environment resources responsibly, I think we can all hope to have a future where future generations will will still be able to continue to enjoy and experience the entire planet, our nature in a proper and and great way. Yeah, it's so true. And and I always go back to like from back in school when it was all about reduce, reuse, recycle, the very, very basics of sustainability. If you got that mindset right, uh, you Mm -hmm. should be able to be a good steward for this. Um, it's nine years now. Uh, congratulations. Uh, although I do wonder, does organizing the festival get easier each year now that you've got sustainability? Surely <laughs> it gets a bit more challenging, doesn't it? 
Yes, we certainly hope that it gets easier. But no, I think really a, a lot of thought and effort go into ensuring that every edition of the festival is designed and executed in the way that allows us to achieve the stated objectives, mm. which I have shared. Yeah. Um, but very important for the festival to walk the talk and be genuinely sustainable. So what we do is, as I mentioned, we work very closely with artists and our partners um, to ensure that what we deliver as part of the festival is either you know, very sustainable or environmentally friendly. Yeah. Um, we also go the extra mile to repurpose or reuse a lot of the artwork materials at the end of the festival. And this really requires more time, more effort. But we believe it is a worthwhile endeavor as it helps to reduce waste generation. Then as we continue to grow and evolve as a festival, coming into the ninth edition, we are constantly also injecting fresh ideas and new experiences to attract not just repeat visitors, but we want to attract new visitors as well. And uh, we want to make this an entirely meaningful experience for them. And uh, like you noted earlier, we have expanded the festival grounds to two new locations so that way hopefully more people can enjoy the event. We are also working with our partners to come up with a variety of innovative and immersive artworks and programs. A good example I like to cite is Lightwave, Turning the Tide, which is presented by Alibaba Cloud. So this is this is going to be a very immersive experience located at the promontory where we hope to promote the message of uh, sustainability by putting visitors to a future where if our planet, the land is submerged underwater, what would be the implication? So we hope that will really tickle people's mind and really get them thinking and create greater awareness about the importance of sustainability. Yeah, I bet the part where you have to repurpose some of uh, the artwork really pushes your creativity quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But if I had to put you on the spot and ask you to pick just like the, the most difficult aspect of preparing a festival each year, what would you say that would be? Well, I think it is really bringing together various partners um, as well as, of course, the artists mm. to be aligned in terms of what we hope to accomplish as a festival. Yeah. And I think yeah. with uh, very different profiles, yeah. whether it's local artists, overseas artists with uh, different stakeholders and partners, I think um, that that ability to get that alignment and that consistency in, in working towards that purpose, I think it's, it's always a challenge, but we are very fortunate that we have been able to bring on board the like-minded individuals, organizations to support this festival. And I'd like to uh, here at this show extend our appreciation uh, to all who have come on board for the festival. Oh, absolutely. No worries there. Okay, so you have touched on how it's expanded to two locations, South Beach and Millennia Walk. Uh, so this is like uh, me as uh, preparing to go for this festival, asking for a bit of advice. So who better to ask than the festival director? <laughs> so, so many locations now. How, how can I plan my route? How can I enjoy this the best way possible? What would your advice be? Great question there, Elliot. Well, the beauty of the festival is there is no fixed starting point. So it's really quite flexible. I would suggest that visitors can plan their route based on the time they have, where they prefer to start or, mm. or end. But for instance, if they have more time, they can walk around Marina Bay, starting from either the Malayan Park side of the bay or okay. from the Helix Bridge. And then they can enjoy the artworks lining the waterfront area and 
at the same time visit the festival village at Gastro Beats for some uh, great food and drinks as well as uh, live music performances. And uh, if they can venture towards Millennial Walk or South Beach, there's also great shopping and dining there as well. So lots of uh, different options uh, to plan um, your visit to the festival. So yeah, we look forward to receiving you, welcoming (laughs) you and everyone else. You say food and drinks, maybe I'll start there. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's always good to kick off with some food and drinks, right? And then uh, enjoy the rest of the night uh, looking at the art installations. Actually, do you get posed this challenge or, or is this an issue when you're planning the festival together? Someone from the committee or someone, one of your staff says, oh, well, Jason, you got to make sure that it's Instagrammable because that's, let's face it, that's that's the new wave of, of marketing these days. Of course. <laughs> you're, you're spot on. And, and I'm very happy to report that uh, for the last eight editions, when we look at what's um, being covered in social media, even the mainstream media, there's never any doubt about the Instagrammable potential of the, the yeah. festival. Everybody loves I Like because, you know, you get to take great photos with it, be it of the art installations of, of yourself, of you and your loved ones. So, yes, please come down and take lots of photos and post them and share them with everyone. It's going to be amazing. All right, uh, it is once again happening from uh, June the 1st to June the 25th. Uh, It's going to illuminate Marina Bay, two other locations, South Beach, as well as Millennia Walk as well. I've been speaking with Jason Chen, Festival Director of Highlight Singapore 2023 and Director Place Management at URA. Jason, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great weekend ahead. Thank you, Elliot. Take care. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.